0: Hey. Hi, guys. Um, welcome to another edition of Culture Class Podcast, uh, the program where we get to learn from other people from different backgrounds and try to find out a little more about different cultures and how different people think. My name is Nosayari, and I'm here again with uh, different guests. Um, Alazar Zowaldi. Yes, sir. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. Yes, and Alazar. I met at a party here in D.C. a couple of months ago, and we just got talking. Um, He's from Ethiopia, and uh, yeah, he has a very interesting background, and we'll be getting to that in a little bit. Uh, But yeah, I just thought he would be someone interesting to talk to, and I think I need to put a
1: disclaimer here,
0: because I feel he might say
1: stuff. (laughs) That is 100% true. Yeah. Um, I feel he might say stuff that might. Rob people off the right the wrong way <laughs> but i don't mean it in a bad way that's the yes, thing i might exactly. i might express some ideas or whatever or just say some words that are uh okay. we'll, put it, we'll, we'll put everything into context okay
0: and first thing i want to ask you about is about your name Zwaldi. if i hear mr Zwaldi, i'm thinking maybe jewish polish
1: what maybe eastern european no, no. <laughs> It's 100%, 100% African. 100%. So for what, yeah, if it was Polish, it would be Ski. Zawalski. Uh, Zawalski. Oh, okay. I, it might sound Polish? But it's a wall D. We bring the D, so Zawal uh, D, right? <laughs> Again, I apologize.
0: No, no, I'm is, just joking. I'm <laughs> joking. This is a podcast. It's not radio, man. So yeah, feel free to do whatever. <laughs> it's fine. Thank you. Um. So, um. Alazar. Um, tell me a little bit about your background. Um, I know you're from Ethiopia, um, but how long have you been in the US? Um, give me a little bit background information about your parents, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah.
1: Uh, so, yeah, I was born in uh, Addis Ababa, Ethiopia. Uh, my father worked for uh, Ethiopian Airlines. So, because of that, we were uh, transferred to Chad, then we went to Germany, then I went back to Ethiopia for a year. And that was in 1997. Mm. That year was when things were kicking up between Ethiopia and Eritrea again for the second time. Okay. Uh, and then by 1998, they had open hostilities. And there was a lot of craziness happening, happening within uh, Ethiopia and Eritrea where people were getting fired or hurt because they are married to an Eritrean. Mm. Uh, the government was rounding up any, any youth of war-fighting age. And I had friends disappear, to never be seen again. Wow. Yeah. How old were you? I was fifteen, fourteen, fifteen. Wow. Like, yeah, that transition. Okay. Uh, I remember like meeting friends right that have that been in hiding because their parents were taken, and we were giving them money and all that. Uh, at the same time, my uncle was working for the United Nations, and he was put he was uh, at the main body in New York. New York. Yeah. So, luckily, 1998. Was if I'm right, like that was there. every two years, they give you like home leave or whatever it's called, where you get to go back to. They pay uh, like they pay you for you to go back home to like come back. Like, a summer, no, like a summer vacation, summer vacation, yeah, something like that. That's my understanding at least. I haven't really <laughs> looked into it since then. Right. Uh, so they came that summer, and Montekona adopted me mm. to get me out of the country. Gotcha. So. At 15, is when I'm uh, 1998, <clears throat> 15 years old, I showed up thinking I was going to go to New York. Yeah, you might want to take out your gum, though. I'm so sorry, I popped it. Okay. Yeah. I'm like,
0: okay, it's fine. I think we're doing something else here. Yeah. You
1: know, we don't have video. No,
0: no.
1: Okay. But then, like, so that whole summer, you know, I'm learning about New York and all that, you know, all that shit. Uh, my cousin, Dee, he had come back looking like a brand new man. You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> when I had seen him, like, what, two years ago? Yeah. He just looked like he came back looking fresh. You know, he had tins on and all that. Oh, like so, New York, New York. New York, New York, right? okay. so he comes Teams back. without laces <laughs> or loose laces. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, I'm going to New York. I'm like, wow, well, I'm not happy as hell. Okay. Uh, what they didn't, they didn't tell me is that they work in New York, but they live in New Jersey. <laughs> right? Which is like, <laughs> but it like now, dude. I was like, we're like driving away by airport. I was like, wait, 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 wait. Where are we this going? Is not, I've, I haven't seen this in the movies. <laughs> Where the hell are we going? Where are you taking me? So you cross the bridge. Uh, I know. I was like, no. As I crossed the bridge, my hopes went down too. Oh, but, wow. So. Well, this was 97? 98. 98. 98. 98. 98. I mean, 98. New Jersey
0: is a lot better.
1: Uh, so no, New Jersey, New Jersey. No.
0: <laughs> okay. No,
1: no, no. The thing is, I grew to love New Jersey. Okay. Right? But when I first came, and we can speak about that, since this is, you know, a uh, cultural like culture class. Folk, uh, culture class. Mm-hmm. But one thing actually one thing i didn't tell, I thought this country was free. That's what that's what I asked them when I what? when I came here. Right? And the reason being, at fifteen uh, at fifteen, yeah, I was already drinking, I was smoking okay going out to clubs okay driving so right? normal things this at 15 is old everything that we do back home wait back home in ethiopia, in ethiopia yeah, there's really a, in I the haven't midst, been, I haven't midst been, of a conflict i'm sorry in the midst of a conflict oh, No, it wasn't... just been like this like that okay like i haven't been back in a wow, while but there was no like when i was there there was no drinking age there was no smoking age mm. yes there's a driving age because you need a driver's license but if a cop stops you you give him beer money okay right? yeah and he'll, He'll actually ask you for a ride to the bar, <laughs> and you might just sit there. Have a- <laughs> and next time, he just waves at you, right? Like, gotcha. so we were doing all this, and then I come here. I was fifteen, and the town—I don't know if it was the state or the town, each of either, either or—had a drinking age. You know, obviously a drinking age—that's the whole country—and smoking age. I was like, what the fuck, right? Yeah. But not only that, they had a eleven o'clock curfew, right, for people that are under sixteen and hmm. yeah and in 97 98,
0: 98, 98, 98. Yeah. what
1: happened in 98 nothing no so like i don't know if it's the state or town okay but they have like because so municipalities right. can make their own god gotcha. so they can enforce it yeah okay but i, I they just told me right at that age. like i don't know anything about states at all yeah like i don't know and that
0: wasn't like an african parent thing where they're just telling you stuff to make you behave no no it was an
1: actual it was an actual thing yeah. okay um I don't think that worked when we were in Kyoto, Because <laughs> <laughs> you know sometimes I no, can, can tell actually, you some stuff yeah. like, hey, you know... No, see, no, the one thing I truly appreciate about uh, my family, uh, from since I was young, from my mother and father, and even when I was like adolescent, from my uncle and aunt, mm. um, they've always been very frank. They haven't been too judgmental, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, Do you drink with your pops when you are 15? no 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 like that see okay so there's cultural lines you don't you don't cross you don't cross I'm right really, <laughs> actually to this day i don't really drink well i'm not a big drinker i don't really, i'm not really into uh, alcohol but they're always like come on have a beer it's as if like i'm at a, I'm at a frat party and they're trying to get me you know what i mean because gotcha. they just want to be they think they want i'm uncomfortable drinking in front of them gotcha I'm now. gotcha I'm like, come on right now but uh they knew, right? They knew we did all this stuff. They yell at us, we they know. Did, did. You have like siblings? I know you mentioned about your cousin, but did you have siblings? So yeah, I have two sisters. Okay, one older, one younger. Okay, uh, but yeah, the, so usually when I say we, it's my cousins. Okay, we are extremely, extremely close. Um, just, since we were kids, so we did we did everything together. So did everyone come
0: here? Um, with, did you come here with your sisters, or you came here alone?
1: No, I came here alone. Uh, so my parents and my two sisters stayed back home. Okay. My older sister. So the whole reason why I came back, I came here. Uh, I kept to say my mother is Eritrean. Mm. My father is Ethiopian.
0: Mm.
1: Uh, so obviously with two colleagues, it was not safe. So I am I guess I'm half, right? Yeah. Um, so I was the first, the, 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 not, the important, it was more immediate for me to leave. So that's so, why they did that. Well, yeah. how how can the government tell? Is it your name? So yes. So, when 19, uh, no, 1991, nineteen oh no, 1991, when Richard got it to independence, mm-hmm. it was thirty years of war, mm-hmm. right? Mengistu fled. He went to Zimbabwe and all that, right? And there was and by the way, Ethiopians, the even nineteen ninety eight, the party in power. Mm-hmm. in Ethiopia uh, and, the, uh, and the dictator that's still in place in Eritrea mm-hmm. they fought on the same side right they, they were two commanders right wow so when when they toppled the communist uh, government people in Eritrea in Ethiopia was just joy and Eritreans that were living in Ethiopia were so proud that they went and got an ID card this is my understanding I didn't look yet so this yeah. is my what I understand how they designate who's who yeah. Right. They wanted to declare their, uh, their uh, origin heritage. Yeah. So I, I think it was uh, an, an ID card or a travel card or something like that. Mm-hmm. So my understanding is that the government based those, uh, uh based who's blood, uh, on those cards. On those cards. Yeah. And, then, okay. and then and then the other side too is <laughs> just people, right? People would go and be like, no, he's he's this, he's that. Wow. Uh, neighbors that don't like you because what one thing that uh, they were doing is. There was a lot of wealthy Eritreans within Ethiopia. Yeah, like uh, they they had their own business and all that. Yeah. So the government started uh, seizing their their hotels, gas station, anything, all their assets, saying that you are funding the Eritrean government. Oh wow! They just claim that Uh, for the for the cases where it would be very hard to prove that even with fake papers, because that person is well-known, mm-hmm. they would they would give like other reasons, personal reasons, right? Yeah. Uh, and they'll take the, the head of the house, and then to the rest of the family, they'll be like, you have two months to sell. Wow. Or it'll just be taken, yeah. Not even two months, I'm just like, exactly. Wow. So, uh, and then on the so it was side. So sold at a discount. Exactly, and who's buying it? Who's we got that, it? Kind of, that kind oh, of money, my goodness. right? Um, and they were literally taking people with a suitcase. Like, these are women and children. Mm. Pack a suitcase and they'll take them to the border. Go home. To right. where? In This is your home. You're not here. Even though, even though you some of these people are life. born and raised here, yeah. right? they might not even speak the language. So, yeah. And vice versa. So, they were doing that. Um, I... I, I First of all, anything that I say is what I remember and what I was told and what I saw, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's my everything. It's my perspective.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I remember even people from the hospital being kicked out because of that. Sick people. Sick people. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and I heard a lot of people died on the on the walk. On the walk. To yeah, because they, the they there's not a lot of there's not a lot of towns on the border, right? Mm-hmm. So they'll be like that's hey, that way go. So wow. yeah. Later on, uh, my understanding is that the uh, returning government got wise, I guess, of what they were doing, and they started driving and picking up all the youth, right, all the fighting age that they were sending, picking up. Um, just walking on the street, they'll just not, not on the street, like they're on, walking on the border, towards, right? so, yeah, yeah, towards like any town, yeah, and they would pick them up again. Fact check all this, yeah, uh, but then they'll come and be like, "Welcome to your new country. Now you have to fight for it." A country like, that you don't even know they, they about. You don't know, but there you have you no just choice. Just give, give you a rifle and you just start. From. Because Eritrea is mandatory uh, conscription. There's two years mandatory.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. So until now.
1: They still have actually a few days ago an article came out where, uh, their Eritrea and there was a company, Canadian company or something that was being accused of using slave labor. Excuse me, because they're using conscripts that half the time, don't get paid while they're doing their government service wow. to actually work for whatever this company's doing there. Building a the road, yes. Wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. So this is, like, are you trying to tell me that in today's world that it's not necessarily, like, you must go into the army, like, Israel or something? So they actually
1: contract them out to, like, private companies or... What? No, 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 what I mean, so, like, Israel, it's for... Like, in Israel, you have to do i think it's a year or two yeah uh, about in the military that. yeah right mm-hmm. especially if you want your citizenship or something I, i'm not sure with uh, with uh, with that but it's basically the same principle when you come at a certain age i think it's like 17 18 you actually have to go to military training so the principle the thought behind it is that every individual needs to be trained since it's a small population which is not that it's not a lot of people gotcha and over the over 30 years of, of war they've lost a lot of people uh okay. And one of the reasons is that there was never uh, a mass training, you know, really. So we need every person that can fight. So that was a, the original idea. Okay. But over the years, you know, I mean, the power corrupts, right? Mm-hmm. Over the years, they start using those individuals for not just training in defense of the of the country. They started using them for other projects. Other projects. Well, right? so yeah. you're in already. So like now you're under my my chain of command. Yeah, I need to go 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 shovel over there. Oh my god. What are you gonna say? No. Right, you can and, say no, but there's consequences. Is, and this is Africans doing this to Africans. Yeah, this is a government doing to to, to, their, own to their own people. To their own people. So that's crazy. And I think it was so. Yeah, it was a European country that that got in trouble for this because they were tired of having Eritrean refugees come come in. Mm-hmm. So they gave like a couple of million dollars to the government Eritrea to build the infrastructure, like roads and stuff, mm-hmm. right, as aid, and they want the government to pay the people so that way they have money enough to not come to sure. Europe. Europe so yeah I was, I was reading it uh check it out on BBC okay uh, if we make a revision of this we can add the exact uh thing but moving forward again uh, no I lost my train of thought, sorry. no I are to- um, to- talking about your
0: first few yeah. weeks in New Jersey um yeah. you're in a new country a new state one that you didn't really
1: like too much not at all. <laughs> but yeah and you um, were 15, right? And I was 15, yeah. Gotcha. So because of all this... Oh, final thing I've got to say about that, and the reason why I, I was immediate. So when they were kicking out people, the Eritrean government was picking up the youth, Ethiopia was like, oh, shit, we're giving them... We're, we're giving them people... Manpower. Manpower. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, uh, the people being kicked out and set to the board and all that, you, they started being older, too young, or uh, actually, because yeah, you know, a rich man wouldn't fight alongside, right? Gotcha. So, so you, like, 15 to 60, like, you can pick up an AK 47, which an eight year old can do and work, mm-hmm. right? Uh, until, like, you're too old to, to do anything. They started disappearing completely, right? Oh my goodness. So that's what I meant when I said, uh, I had friends disappearing. Like, um, one day, like was, the next, it was, it was crazy because you would come to school, so at the beginning, right, it was, it was not very blatant, it was very uh, open, mm. it was just happening, and you know, one day you're coming, you're, you're playing with your friends, you're going out, you know, you're, uh, we used to have beers here lunch, uh, you know, you're, you're at the, you're at the bar, drinking and stuff, and then the next day, one person doesn't show up, mm. oh, where's, 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 where's a... like, uh? where's the, like, we don't need him, he might be sick, whatever. Two days, three days ago. Meanwhile, he's gone for three days. But now, on the third day, another one is not there anymore. Gotcha. So you start, like, you start seeing your friends, and then you panic and you start. Yeah. By the time you're, like, it really hits you. Yeah. It's already almost too late. That's how it happens. And well, then, yeah, right.
0: Yeah. Tell me this. Um, is it um okay to assume that your family was kind of like middle class? because um. Cause, um I that, mean, that, yeah, you, you were fair. driving, you were like, you know, going to clubs, and you had an uncle that worked in the UN. So, it just to put it in perspective, what happened to millions of people, like all those people who didn't have the opportunity to, like, leave the country? Yeah. And even for oh. those that went across the border to Eritrea, how willing were they to fight against a country that was theirs, or is still yeah. technically theirs, you know, like... Were they I like radicalized or I don't understand
1: so yes I was fortunate I, I was w- way more fortunate than uh, than most people but I, I had one friend heard her family walked to Sudan mm, walked walked to Sudan okay. um, actually she she unfortunately passed away two years ago now so it was uh, her, her, her her older sister mm-hmm. uh and I'm trying to remember, but they're they're telling me some horrible stories. Because all along nothing at least so as far as nothing happened for them at all. But the stories that you hear is women, right, especially at first, are just walking, right, where there's no cops, there's no nothing. Mm-hmm. So women were being assaulted. Uh, people were being robbed, beaten, all of these horrible things that you can you can think of on that walk. Mm-hmm. Um Thirst, hunger, because they might not They might not have given you, they're not going to give you a a lunch, such a basket, you know, a little picnic on your way. Yeah. Because of that, I I know a lot of people suffered. I don't know what their emotional thinking, uh, what their thinking or the emotions were for the ones that that went over there, but I'm sure it was, it was probably just shock. I think that's, that's how I would feel if I'm in a place where I've never been before. Yeah. uh, a language that I don't speak, and all of a sudden, and in a situation that's very uh, high stress. I don't know. I don't even think about it. yeah, it makes me really, really sad for all the people that have had to go through this, and the ones that didn't make it out, of it, didn't make out, of it. make it out of it.
0: And, and this is such like growing up. I grew up in Nigeria, right? So West Africa, and yeah. of course. Um, the Rwanda thing was like international and you know, a lot of, you know, countries that was like highly publicized, but I never really like heard about uh, the Ethiopia Eritrea thing until much, 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 much later when I was like much, much, much older. And just hearing some of those stories, you know, um, from the parts um, you experienced and the parts that happened to people who were close to you, it's just, it's just heartening to be honest. And I can only imagine like, the kind of trauma that you still have, even all these years later, and knowing that you
1: know you're close to some of those people um, who experienced those things, um, it's actually yeah. so. A country somewhere I saw worse was Chad. Mm. Right? Chad was a crazy, crazy, exciting, awesome country when you're a kid and you see stuff blow up and you're like, oh my god, that's cool, right? Uh, but as a parent, you isn't all. Because we had a conversation with my mom and stuff, right? Like I remember that place. Yes, scary sometimes, but fondly. Their memory of it completely different. Different, completely different. You were a kid, right? Yeah, I was a kid, so everything looked cool. Uh, We got there in 1990, 1988, 89, right when Idris uh, Idris Davy was coming into power in Chad, right? And it was it was a shit show. It was crazy. I think that's like the closest I'll ever get to living in the Wild West, right? Oh, wow. In the sense that there's a lot of people with guns and mm-hmm. they're not all on the same team or don't all work for, for the same person. Uh, if you're a general or, you know, a chief or whatever, you had your own people, yeah. you know, that's it, that's your army, right? So mm-hmm. they were, they were, there are conflicts amongst people, amongst different, uh, and sex. I'm not going to say sex or tribes or ethnic, yeah. it's not, it's just people, right? Groups. Um, kind of like Chicago, huh? Basically, it is. It's a gang. I uh, think conflict and all that, by the way, is completely bullshit, especially uh, within Africa. Uh, but yeah, so I saw a lot of crazy stuff there. With those combinations, I think it's not really trial. I don't think it's trial, but it's guilt. Mm. It's survivor's guilt. Also. And, and and more and more now, I'm thinking about it because I understand it from a different perspective because I know other friends, uh, even be- you know, like in the military, like survivor's guilt. Mm. I was like, oh my God, this is what's been motivating me. I'm lucky enough that that motivates me as opposed to crushing me. Mm. Um, I know I've seen people get crushed by it. But you said in what way, it's the way that I know a shit ton of people that never got a chance, never got an opportunity, right? And I know a, a, a good amount of one, a, a good amount of them mm. would have probably gotten or would have done more than I have right given a chance, so it's as if like I owe it to them to, to not waste any opportunity. Got right, you. it's I I'm, I almost feel like it would be disrespectful to flaunt that you know like somebody gives you that and you're like ah wow somebody would appreciate it. So that is how yeah. I was guilt, uh, wow. and I use it for as a motivation. Whenever I'm feeling shitty, I'm tired, I'm whatever like depressed or anything like that. right? Mm. Uh, actually. So, time to time, you know, like you see something on the news and I just, it just, it crushes me inside. right? Like, uh, what people do to you, to each other is insane. Um, and I know I'm going to sound like a chick. Uh, well, I was about to say, I know I'm going to sound like a chick. I'll be glad you sound like a chick because, yeah, I know a lot of tough words, But, you know, chocolate, chocolate, mm. it helps. It helps you feel better. Mm. Uh, and I saw something and I was really, like, just pissed off, just bummed out, right? Uh, stop doing because a lot of times I have the news or whatever as I'm working and just completely lost interest in, in, in the assignment and everything. I was just mad. Uh, and I went, got some chocolate, I'm sitting there, I was just eating, like just you know, reflecting on, on thinking about that. Yeah, uh, and then just like boom, it hits you like, like shut the fuck up. And there's people that have died, right? That you know, they've never tasted chocolate. Right. That was that my moment as I was about to buy it. And I sat there. I was like, "The fuck's wrong with me?" So I just put that shit back, came, and then just kept going, kept moving. Um, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's helped me out, and it's something that kind of I feel like keeps me moving forward and and uh, and and not go, you know, left or right, go go straight. Right? How how how
0: soon did you start to? use this as a motivation because when you came to New Jersey you were 15 right mm-hmm. well were you still a kid did you understand the gravity of the situation or did you kind of like hit the ground running or did you kind of like get into teenage stuff in the U.S. here as well uh, give me a sense of what happened the first few years
1: uh, you were here in the U.S. so when I first came I did not like it like I told you no freedom no, you know what I mean like I didn't my English was was uh was not that good Mm-hmm. Uh, was actually more than not good it was shit in uh, they mm-hmm. put me in ESL I don't know if you uh, did you go come here high school or college? Uh, no you? college? No, grad, grad school grad no. school? Uh-huh. so ESL is English as a second language oh and Basically, that means that's that's the classroom they stick all the immigrants in. You know, gotcha. uh, it was like a it was a, like a model. You went, when you like walked in, you had people oh, like Guatemala, right. and then and the area in New Jersey where we at is North Jersey. Mm. It's very diverse. It's very very diverse. Uh, it, New Jersey is not a big state, and you have a lot of people just you know crammed in there together. To I appreciated that actually. The ESL, I appreciated it. And I just want oh, you to yeah. take off the... <laughs> I'll do it this way. I'm sorry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fix my mic. Okay. I'm an amateur. <laughs> we all are. Uh, hello. Is this on? No, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. um, Does this sound better, then? Like, yeah. I'm right here? Yeah, you're okay. okay. Uh, so, yeah, they put, me, they put me in USL. So, that gave me an opportunity to... Uh, I was, uh, back home, I was in the French system, Lycée Français. Okay. When I came here, I was supposed to be a sophomore. Grade-wise and all that, oh, but oh, I didn't. Sorry, know, um, yeah.
0: this might sound a bit ignorant, but
1: no. well, what's the official language in Ethiopia? Amharic. Well, we have several, but we've never been colonized, so we don't have any foreign language as our official language. Okay. So it's Amharic, Tigrinya, Oromo. Uh, I don't think Guraginya, I think yeah. But oh, okay. at least okay. those. So those, you just have definitely.
0: popular languages. But what what language
1: appears on the document? Does it depend on the part of the country you are? Like in no, I'm Haric. I'm Haric is the main, uh, is the, yeah. I'm Haric and Tigrin. I think they have both as okay. many languages. Okay. Uh, those are the two predominantly dominant uh, languages. Okay. Well, actually, no. Oral. I, I'm Haric, yeah. I'm Haric, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I, I didn't know much. Yes. That yes. helped me, yeah, that helped me... Like, that helps soften the blow, like, that cultural blow. Okay. Uh, so, you're, at least I was the only kid. You know, like, you watch movies, yeah. and all of a sudden, the African kid gets transferred in, yeah. and he's just like, you know, like, I've actually had that happen, uh, but that was in Germany. Mm. It could be a very good thing, it could be a very bad thing, too, yeah, yeah, depending on the situation. But when I came here, I did ESL. Uh, so, I, you know, it makes a difference that way, but... When somebody, one thing that, another thing that, that, that's a motivator, right? Yeah. Is somebody saying that, oh, you can't do this or whatever. Mm. Uh, when they instinctually put me there, one, yeah. and two, they bumped me down from, mm. I was supposed to be a sophomore, they put me into a freshman. Freshman, yeah. These fucking assholes gave me an extra year at high school, so you know I was fucking pissed off, right? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Um, so I just sat there and started reading. That's how I got my, you know, like I, 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 uh, I improved my English. So every night I would start reading the, uh, within it was like within four or five months, I tested out of ESL and was placed into regular uh, freshman English. Yeah. That's when, but then that's when the, the whole high school experience, I guess, started mm-hmm. because when you're again, you're basically segregated, segregated. Yeah. You're introduced to a specific group of people yeah. that you guys can barely speak to each other, mostly. In the <laughs> right, yeah. mostly in the so grits. you weren't in yeah. the midst of other of the, high like, schoolers yeah. and the main. Yeah. Okay. Because you do that, you don't really talk to anybody else, and then they and go to. During ESL, the you don't participate in sports and things like that. When I, why you, like No, at the time, I didn't. Because okay. nobody really, I don't remember anybody suggesting, offering. You know, there was... Yeah. Forever, they, they they wanted to, like, kind of get the English thing out of the way before you could... I guess so, but I, I didn't think it that way. I think it's just they is. just put the kids to the side. <laughs> uh, obviously, you know, high school in this country, is, uh, yeah. it's free and mandatory, right? So they have to educate them, but they, I don't think they have to give as much uh, uh, effort into it because the, some of the kids that I started off that, that semester with graduated, and like, they didn't really... Uh, test out ever, right? And their English wow. never got, yeah, their, their English never got better. From Some freshman them, year all yeah. the way to senior year? Some of them actually stopped uh, high school. Wow. Uh, it was not yet. Yeah, but that was one more, I hate when somebody tells me this is you or this is where you belong with, right? Gotcha. All of a sudden... Uh, but, but, wait, fo- but wait, but yeah. wait, you tested out in a
0: couple of months? About, yeah, about four or five, four. Four to six months. Yeah. Four, four to six months you tested out so you... Started to interact with normal high schoolers. I, what was your experience from there? You know, because you were still like, four or five months. You were still obviously still had a lot of um, um, like it was obvious that you were like African and you were an immigrant. And you know, so what was your experience like with the kids in New Jersey and with, like the teachers and like the environment in general um, in those
1: next few years? It was it was it was good. You kind of you know you kind of make your own path and. You create your own image, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so high school, there was I, I only remember one instance where somebody, uh, it was two dudes. Actually, mm-hmm. later on became cool. God, they, they made like some some uh, some some joke, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, your kids, you talk shit, or whatever, and the teacher heard uh, uh, it and she made a big deal. So that's the only instance that that uh, sticks in my mind. Other than that the worst thing that happened in high school is South Park. The cartoon? 100% the cartoon. How so? Because they created Starving Marvin. Oh. <laughs> so, the night oh.
0: that Starving Marvel... Well, South, aired, South Park South actually Park. did a lot of stuff because the car- the character, Apu, yeah. Apu, yeah. was also an issue for, like... I know a lot of
1: people... No, it, that's, Apu is uh, it, Simpsons. It, what? A oh, oh, so Simpsons, I'm sorry. Simpsons. Simpsons yeah. You know,
0: the character of Poo and Simpsons. Will, They're getting at it now. Yeah. Like a lot of people, led to yeah. a lot of stuff, you know, for the Indian community. Yeah. And, you know, it's just... The guy apologized, you know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you have to, because that was yeah. like, people's childhood like was based off of a certain
1: stereotype yeah. from one freaking cartoon. Yeah. Exactly. You know, the whole culture, but, you know. So, so basically the same thing with Star Wars. Like, my... Phone was just blowing up that, that night. That uh, no, I didn't have a cell phone, but you know the house phone. so So yeah. everybody was just annoyed. Uh I thought it was funny. The night that it aired, <laughs> and then day, it, like, it's as if like there was a waiting, like an audience <laughs> waiting, just be like, "Star on Marvin." <laughs> New Jersey, uh, I can imagine. Yeah. Like. But yeah, so let's oh, yeah. But I don't. You have to have thick skin. Yep. Uh, I think I was I was fortunate enough that I I so I faced. I guess all that in Germany, more. That was for me. Germany was more of a cultural shock.
0: And when you were in America. Germany, this was when your dad was with Ethiopian Airlines, yeah. right? So yeah. how old were you?
1: Um, how how long did you stay in Germany? So Germany we did, Germany we did uh, like three and a half years around there. Okay. Uh, I got there right when I was turning, we're like at eleven, and we left there, 14-ish, fourteenish. Yeah. Back to Ethiopia. Back to Ethiopia. Then, then to the US. Then to the US. And then the whole oh, thing true. happened, yeah. And then we had to, uh, and I had to leave. But when, we, and I went from Germany, I mean from Chad to Germany, mm. which is
0: one of the most drastic moves that you can make, <laughs> right? The disparities. Yeah, uh, yeah. Not only
1: that, I remember in Chad, uh, even our, ta- our dad took us, so I don't know if uh, we spoke about this last time, uh, Streetlight. Mm. We we're gonna finally have a street light right on um, there. Was like one again, no disrespect to any chatty, this is my memory, this is what I recollect. Right, mm-hmm. uh, there was one road, one like really well made asphalt road, okay, that started off at the airport, and it was and like 88, 89. It was from uh, I mean, the year, so, yeah, just... so it's like I think, I think it was like 89 until 93, 93. and then we went, yeah, so 93, and then. We were there and then the rest ninety seven like yeah, ninety seven is when we went to uh Ethiopia. And then ninety eight is when I came. Okay. So yeah, that they had a road. Uh, They had one road that started off at the airport and basically you did a huge circle and on that when you do that circle you go like past the bat palace, the like a parliament, there's the business area there's the embassy road type of uh, type of stuff right like all the major and then that loops back to the airport, the airport yeah gotcha um when the first street light electric street light, so there was old school guy in the middle of the big road that did like with the whistle, whistle you know you see uh in movies. it was like that before mm-hmm. so when they first had the street light there was a gathering of hundreds of people wow to wait until like it was dark enough to plug to turn it on Mm. Uh, this is no, this is not like, but it was that it was that kind of state. Got gotcha. right? uh, you. You transit from there to Germany, so I can understand. So yeah, you. so all of a sudden, yeah. uh, walking into. Did you learn to speak the, uh, French while you're in Chad? No, I was so I, I started French in in Ethiopia. Okay. So lycée uh, pense, in Chad, I was, I was I was I was an idiot. I was a really bad student. Mm. Uh, actually, we we can speak about that later on with ADD, right? ADD, ADHD our people don't believe in that
0: yeah they, they believe
1: in the stick or you got an evil spirit in you right yeah, like, yeah that's I, more yeah man. i got beat when i tell you i got beat a lot because i could sit still in class like chad yeah for that was bad uh so going back one of the biggest culture shops was supermarkets. imagine i've never been into all of a sudden you have just like everything displayed right mm-hmm. chocolates of every. like a little 11 year old kid and you're standing in front of an aisle of just chocolates like that was just amazing to me um and this is stuff like a lot of people take for granted right every day yeah. every day and I go back to those to those moments to that feeling right whenever so again that's how you use it as motivating right yeah whenever you start losing uh that spark or that, that 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 thing that drives you forward remember to where you come from or the emotions that you felt at the time right yeah uh and that joy, even that I felt like, I love thinking about that, that memory, because it yeah. still brings me joy. Uh,
0: I mean, it's funny you should say this, because, you know, I was just talking to a friend earlier um, today before uh, we set up the podcast, and, you know, we were just talking about some petty stuff, and, you know, how, you know, a certain group of people, uh, blah, 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 uh, they behave a certain way towards a certain group of people, and, and I was like... And he was trying to ask me that, hey, you know, isn't this affecting you? Like, what's... i was like, dude, I flew like (laughs) 7,000 miles. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm not like a person who grew up in the U.S. and whatever. I flew like 7,000 miles. School is just one thing. I have tons of other stuff that I'm thinking about. So, if, you know, I do my best to respect everyone, Mm -hmm. I treat everyone fairly. But if for some reason, you know, a person or group of people um, choose to... um, you know, put me, not include me in the circle or, you know, try to make me who like, like Who cares? Like, I have a ton, tons of stuff, you know, on my mind. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, true to what you said, you know, it's kind of like a motivator because you know that, oh, you know, I'm I'm coming from, you know, a different culture or a different race or a different... In a way, there, there are a lot of ways where that can be a plus and an advantage, mm-hmm. but there are also a lot of ways where, you know times where you have to put in the extra effort
1: just because of that disposition so you just have to, to put on the grind and yeah so like i i i, I agree 100 you just gotta do what you gotta do that's it mm-hmm. right uh and the whole circle thing the way i way way the way i look at it is i'm not trying to be in your circle if you're lucky i'll include you within mine yep. right even if it's a circle i want Mm-hmm. Right? like i'm again go back to that i'm, I'm alive i'm here i got mm-hmm. food in my belly i'm good like i don't need nobody else like i'll keep keep it moving right exactly uh and then and for the most part when you're doing you right and you're not blah, 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 people i think respect that or exactly. at least then be like okay what's going on with that dude like exactly. how, come he, how come he didn't come and try to do exactly. what, what does he have that he doesn't want he to be part of me. ours right all exactly. of a sudden, you, it flips, and then be like, hey, they want to know, so they were like, hey, what's up, what's going on, what's your name, like, exactly, and that was actually yeah. the
0: conversation I was having with my friend, I was like, dude, you don't seem to care, like, you know, this has been going on for a couple of semesters, blah, 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 and I'm like, dude, like, there are a lot of things on my mind, I don't care yeah, about could, yeah. all this petty stuff that, you no. know, I, I have a lot of objectives I need to achieve, but... Actually, one thing uh, I don't know if we're running out. It's 30. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll probably have another episode, another, but you know, we have
1: like like five minutes or something. Yeah, yeah. so we can. Uh, one thing. So when I came here to to school, I don't know. How, I don't remember like how, but I had one period where they it was like, I think it was called work, not work study. That's college. Uh, I would I had a free period or whatever. Okay. But especially that for for the first semester, and they would put me in the office. And I'll do like staple stuff or put stuff in the envelope and all that, you know, like okay. that kind like of works for mm-hmm. like for for an hour. Um, and it was in the main office where you know the principal, vice principal, all the all the people are. And there was like a round table and we usually sat there and did, you know did whatever. And there if there was no work, you're supposed to you know you can do your or you're supposed to do your homework. Uh, I just, by the I know you guys can't see this, but I have huge ears. He uh, can he can vouch for that.
0: Mm-hmm. So I sat there and I
1: listened to to everything. And the biggest thing I was just shocked about was how much gossip. Right. Yo, how much... So I'm not saying this is just an American thing, right? Uh, But it was... I was never... Again, as African, I don't think... If you could relate, but you never sat there and listened to your parents' uh, like conversation. Like my dad, I think he's probably like... I loved it. Like I loved hearing my dad talk, right? He's hilarious. Uh, But that's only when... You know, it's like a group setting with his friends, and they're telling the stories and all that, and be like, "Come here, do you want to know about your dad?" I'm like, "Yeah." Other than that, i am never exposed to any of this, right? So yeah. I'll sit there and was like watching a TV show or whatever. Because one person comes like, "Oh my god, you don't believe this happened," and then you know she's like, "I'm sorry," and then you know, she'll call the other. She, she, you know <laughs> what? Oh, she's such a bitch, like right? a reality. Yeah, show. <laughs> and then when that 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 woman goes, and the other one comes back. This the first the the one that was like you know consoling her. was like, guess what? She's the about yo. And I'll sit there and because I was the African boy. Remember, like it was my first semester. Uh, but I was picking up like hearing I, I like cause the way I learned my basic English that I knew. Like I could speak a little bit. Like I could speak, but I couldn't read and write well. Okay. I learned everything because of movies. I'll sit there and rewatch the same movie until I understood that what one kind of movie. What
0: movies? What movies did you learn? The,
1: the first movie that I remember close and clear in my in my mind that I really loved was Delta Force, Chuck Norris. Oh, the man who can do watch everything. It. I mind, <laughs> watch it, And that's also an inspiration why I went to the military. Gotcha.
0: Um, oh, yeah, you did go to the military. Yeah, and that and, was an inspiration. And, well. and that's something we'll probably touch on. Um, and again, um, if if you're listening to this, um, I'm talking with my friend, um, Alazar um, right here on campus uh,
1: the or campuses you,
0: of American uh, University. Yeah. We're
1: surrounded by lawyers.
0: Yeah we're well, surrounded by lawyers. I'm scared in the of law, law school. I might get I don't
1: like, <laughs> pull, pull apart,
0: man. You never know. Yeah we're well, in law school right now and it was just interesting because this is new to me too. Um, I, You know I had kind of like points I wanted to talk to you about but I just wanted to make you like be yourself and yeah. like Hear your story, and we'll probably record like a couple of other episodes after this. So I'll oh, yeah. put them out like one week at a time. Maybe we'll have a part awesome. one, part yeah. two, part three, kind of like Delta Force, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, um, <clears throat> this is a culture class podcast. Um, uh, we've just been hearing uh, from Alazar a little bit about his background, what happened between Ethiopia and Eritrea. And when you come back next week, I'll probably put out the second episode about how he got into the military, and what happened after that. And probably we'll have a third episode about what he wants to do uh, in the future. So uh, in the meantime, please follow us. Um, if you have tips about how we can do this better, um, please follow up uh, on so- follow us on social media. It's Culture Class Podcast everywhere except Twitter. Twitter is Culture Class Pod. And send us an email, uh, podcast at gmail.com. Uh, if there's something you think we should do better, uh, formatting and marketing, whatever, um, let us know. We'll be glad to hear from you. Uh, get in on the ground floor because I don't know how um, I'll respond to emails once I start receiving like hundreds of thousands of emails. Listen,
1: <laughs> he, he, telling you, come up with me. That's what he's saying right now. Come up with me. Exactly. And I would do it if I was you guys because I'm
0: going to do it. Yeah, and it's it's just interesting because I'm not really doing this for clouds because these are conversations that I have with people I meet. I met you at a yeah. party and yeah. we had some of these conversations. I was like, "Hey, come on to the podcast, same with him, and a couple of yeah. other people." So I I hope to keep having these conversations, and if it turns into something and we can get like a community going and yeah. we can get to have these conversations and talk about stuff that really matter and get to educate people, exactly. also you know outside the loop, I I think that'll be brilliant. But for now. Uh, It's been the Culture Class Podcast. Uh, Thank you for listening. Thank you.